When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I reserved groceries to come tomorrow at one. And then as I was thinking about things, as we got home from vacation, I would like add things to it. And then I had all my groceries. We're like the last ones to talk about grocery delivery, but it truly is a 10 out of 10. And Liz. There's something about just a race that gets my heart pumping. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Once again, coming at you bright and early. I kind of like being a 740 recording kind of podcast. I kind of do too, because then it just sort of feels like coffee talk where we're just like hanging out, enjoying our coffee, and it doesn't even really feel like work. Yeah, it is good to be back at work, though, after oh my gosh, I know after Austin. Normally, when we go on trips, we do like a full recap. I don't think Austin deserves its own episode. Oh, for sure. It does not. So it, well, it was just underwhelmed. Like, we just didn't do a lot. It's hard to do a lot when you have two kids with you. OK, I would agree. But I also, I also thought my children were angels the whole trip. Okay, Hattie was not an angel whole trip, first of all. George was an angel. George was an angel. Hattie was a bit of a Bratiana. Hattie was a Bratiana. Um, she's just in that. It's so funny. Like, Keller always says, like, Kelly, once she can talk, like, it'll be fine. And I'm like, I don't think we're going to like what she has to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to help. She is sass a frass. She's sour and sweet, for sure. Yeah. She's so she's sweet. And then kid. she's so sour. But anyway, also, like, Austin was... It was just a quick trip. The kids were hard. And maybe we just like did it wrong. But like full transparency wasn't my favorite city. I kind of had the same vibes of Nashville where I just like felt like I was the oldest one there. And Austin, I do feel like is a pretty young, younger city. So that might have been a a real feeling. Listen, we were driving around Saturday night and there was just like people on this river and there was kayaks people sitting on bridges I, I was like it was like a world where there was a bunch of teenagers like put on an island <laughs> and there was no parents around yeah austin definitely gives that vibe of just like unsupervised teenagers right everywhere so. at least where we were and then like then i started seeing like stay weird austin stay weird austin so like that's their logo so like they yeah. want they, they're they're weird and they're proud oh for sure so I mean, good for them. They definitely attract the artsy, free-spirited sort of vibe. I just like have like the vision of like we're driving over this overpass. I look, there's this river. There's people standing on the bridges. There's people in kayaks. No, there there's- was a guy who was on a hammock underneath the. He like attached a yeah, hammock. It was just to like it was chaos. Yeah, it was a little bit chaotic. I would be curious to see because there are suit like I think that there are like really nice pockets of Austin as well. I'm sure. And I'm, I just don't think we were in. No, that I think we pocket. were like in University I mean, of Texas, deep in downtown college yeah. students galore. That's where I think we were. We may have been. It felt like a frat party, like the whole. Place. Yeah, but we did get to see Sydney Row, and that was really actually quite fun. Yeah, it was way more fun than I thought it was going to be. I mean, just like the rush of like seeing it. I mean, there's no way around it. It's a race. It is a you can yeah. see a winner, and there's something about just a race that 
gets my heart like right pumping yeah they did really good so sydney rose for smu um so what schools were there texas university of texas smu ucla ohio state in virginia in virginia and sydney got sydney's boat got second so they lost to texas but texas won every single race so it i don't think it i think that this one like doesn't really totally i could be wrong i don't think it totally like counts in the grand scheme of things i think it's sort of like a sort of see where you're at sort of practicey one because texas is number one overall across the board and um so they won every like they would have multiple boats in a race and they won every single one like they're just a powerhouse like these girls are freaking jacked in the best way like they oh are gosh. they are i was literally reminded me of wonder woman yes like all the amazon yes. women so um they are just absolute powerhouses so the fact that Sydney's boat got second which means that they beat ohio state ucla and virginia they were the only really good. She, her her was the, hers was the only boat from smu that like beat that, that got second got, yeah. Got second, yeah no so she did really good george was so cute cheering oh my gosh it was just the trip was the activities were fun i just felt like i don't understand austin as a city i don't really want to go back to, <laughs> to austin no offense to anyone who lives in austin and please send me a message like maybe we just did it so wrong we we totally could have or it's just not for me and that's okay and that is okay let me be clear st louis ain't for all of y'all anyway uh, for sure <laughs> definitely an acquired taste but anyway cal i think it's time for a message from our sponsor of this episode i would totally agree so today's podcast is brought to you by Keen's Stroller Wagon. That's K-E-E-N-Z dot U-S. And they have, they're the original stroller wagon. They are a luxury stroller wagon and they are changing the game. I actually had my first sighting of one like out in public. Someone had one at the airport. Mm -hmm. Uh, We used it uh, all day yesterday. And one thing, like my new thing that I love about it is the storage pockets okay so we've talked about it before but like the keen's stroller wagons come fully loaded so there's no like buying things on like it comes with all of these like highest trim highest trim truly it comes with these like all these like built in storage compartments almost like a backpack trunk type thing but like you can load it down and our kids had so much fun like George and Hattie like like to sit next to each other but then sometimes they want to sit across from each other and what I like about it is like the weight distribution is good either way because Mm -hmm. like the stroller is so well bit so well built so if you're in the market for a stroller wagon definitely check out keens.us you can use the code carpool for $50 off any stroller wagon that that's keens.us $50 off any stroller wagon with code carpool and we love to see it Thank you, Keens, for sponsoring this episode. And Kel, now it's time for the millennial word of the day, where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. And we have been killing it. Like, we are on top of the trends. Because as soon as we say a word, I see it everywhere. I know. I know. I and totally I've gotten agree. the same feedback from the listeners, too. So, like, not trying to flex, but, like, we are... Well, I would not flex too soon although i suppose it's too late because i do feel like this is sort of not the most up and coming one it's just sort of like it's been there it's there it's still in the vernacular but we're not really gonna be shattering any okay any yeah like we may have heard of it before we probably have um just because again like gen z is kind of slowing down i feel like i'm coming up with things like they really need to figure it out also i will say i have always heard the ones that we say and when grayson said conti i have yet to hear anyone say conti 
Remember on that episode where she brought up Conti? Yeah, I don't know. We'll haven't see. Haven't heard that one. The I good news is, on. well, we actually, we have an exciting announcement. We have an intern for this summer. We do have an intern. And it wouldn't be the car mom in the carpool if we, if she wasn't a Gen Z. For sure. So our intern is Grayson. And I know what you're thinking, like, oh, it's your sister. No. It, she wants to get into social media advertising. Yeah. That's literally what she's studying. And she tried to get an internship at like a different media agency and she didn't get it so mm-hmm. we said come on down jeej come on down we got plenty of be- plenty for you to do and we're not gonna just like give her bs tasks to do like we are going to i want her to get some real experience no 100 percent. and like that's what that's what i told dad too he's like well i don't want her just to come and hang out with you guys and get your nails done i'm like what do you first of all what do you think first we, of all father <laughs> what do you think we do all day <laughs> no she's gonna be calling the car mom preferred dealership she's gonna be doing a newsletter for us she's gonna be helping with some of my partnership stuff like she's gonna be working and we will make her keep us up to date on all the things that they're saying. That will be a very important duty of hers. Okay, sorry to interrupt. Okay. What's the word? So the word is I'm weak. And that means you are entertained, amused, or hysterical. So origin could be from the fact that when you laugh so hard, your knees or body becomes weak. Like, that's so funny. I'm weak. So like, it means, so ha, yeah. ha, 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 ha. Yeah. I'm weak. Yeah. So if something's funny. I've seen it. I've never heard it said, but I've seen it written a lot. Like if we take oh, something like funny weak. to the family. No, like I'm just saying if we say something funny to the family chat, like Sydney might be like, I'm weak. Yeah. So if someone just responds with I'm weak. It means it's funny, but just like know that it might not always be with a ha ha ha. Like it could, they could just say I'm weak, but that's a good thing. Absolutely. So that's it. So, you know, maybe we haven't heard it used. Um, verbally so much so that's going to be the challenge for this episode and i think i've heard of it but i definitely haven't been trying to work it into my vocabulary so i haven't either but i think we should be okay because if that's what they're saying that's what they're saying so true bestie (laughs) so true bestie i'm obsessed i've said it so i can't stop saying it elizabeth i see i see it now I know. I want to make merch. That's just so true, bestie. I know. When we left Sydney's house after she said it 80 times, Maddie was like, please don't start. Please don't start saying that. Oh my gosh. So funny. It's, it, you, it's addicting. Anyway, so true, bestie. Anyway, that's the millennial word of the day. Okay. Well, we have a, still a jam packed episode to get to. So we have a great eight. We're going to be sharing our last three transactions on our debit cards. We have industry news and a ditch the drive through. So let's do a great eight. Let's do it. So now it's time for the great eight where we choose a category, choose eight things within that category, and then debate them off until we have a winner. And And 90s, yeah. And today's category is 90s snacks. Okay, let's get to it. I'm pretty passionate about this. I feel like I'm super passionate about it. Okay, do you want to start or should I? Uh, You can start. Okay, um, I'm going to start off strong with Dunkaroos. Oh, you know, it's just a cracker and you dip it into literally frosting. Do they sell those anymore? I, I don't know. Some, I don't know. They might. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say, um, I'm really passionate about this one. Kudos bars. Oh, do you remember my those? gosh. Yeah. They would have like the M&M flavor and they had a couple different flavors. I don't know why M&M is literally no. the only one I can think of. No, they had like a chocolate the funniest part was that like we thought those were healthy. Yeah, like that was a health food. No, it was a actually granola. we could literally do a great eight of two thousands health food scams <laughs> and like, <laughs> like literally, so true. Okay, um, I'm gonna do. Now I feel like I could go in a couple di- different directions with this because it's sort of like a category, but I'm gonna say Danimals, but I'm sort of thinking like 
Gogurt, Trix yogurt, Danimals sort of, I feel like, is the most iconic of those. Oh, you think? I think Trix yogurt. No, like, remember Danimals? It was literally like you would drink yogurt. No, they still have those. Well, I think that they still have... I think that they'll probably still have a couple of these things that we're going to talk about. But yeah. Okay. It's just like, what did we eat? Yeah. Okay. So we'll put Danimals. But I just remember the commercials for Danimals were out. They were absolutely unhinged. <laughs> I mean, it's like every other commercial. Do you remember, though, the tricks yogurt where then like oh, they had like the clues? The games. Yeah. And you had to like find it or there was like. Okay. Can some- we just do like 90s yogurt? For <laughs> like, why was yogurt such a thing? Because it was healthy. Because it was healthy. <laughs> Again, full of sugar. Yeah. But it wasn't. Like, these things are so funny. So it's like Kudos bars. It's a granola bar because it's not a Snickers. But it has like Snickers pieces on no. top of it. Tricks is a health food because it's not ice cream. Could have as much sugar, but. Right. Okay. Let's go with um, a pizza Lunchable. Yeah. Specifically. Like, I'm not interested in talking about anything else except for the pizza, pizza Lunchable. Yeah. Well, Nacho Lunchable was pretty good, too. Nacho Lunchable was good. We'll do pizza, though. Yeah. We'll go with pizza. Okay. Um, I can't actually say I've ever had this one, but it does scream 90s nostalgia. Kid Cuisine. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had it. I don't think we have either, I just but don't again, think I just remember. It. No, I just remember the commercials. And, like, I'm Googling what Kid Cuisine looks like, and I, I mean, it's ingrained in my memory. No, me too. It has, like, the penguin. Yeah. No, like, I can literally oh my picture gosh, it. looks so gross. Let me see. <laughs> I don't think it looks that gross. Okay. I'm going to go with... Um, oh, my gosh. Liz, there's so many I could do. Okay. I'm going to... This is not what I originally had on the list, but I'm going to go a little rogue. Okay. I'm going to say fruit roll-ups with the tongue tattoos. Oh, Do you yeah. remember those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fruit roll-up was also one of those that I feel like always was coming out with new variations of it. Because I remember there was one where it's like you could like poke out. um, Yes, stars. Like stars and stuff too. The market was flooded. It's very similar to the seltzer market of today. Indeed. Just too many variations. Indeed. Um, Okay, this one, I'm going to have to post these on the carpool Instagram because this one you have to see to understand. And do you remember it was those... Ritz crackers and one side was crackers and one side was this like spreadable cheese and it came with like a rectangular red red like li- spread yes Elizabeth a hundred percent like yeah that's okay. it they I, they were Ritz I think but I don't really know what else they were called but, but what I remember the red thing so clearly in yeah, my head so clearly like crazy okay and then I think I only have one more and I'm gonna go with not really a snack but something I look forward to eating every day as a child <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> Flintstone vitamins. Oh my god! <laughs> Literally, Flintstone vitamins—the absolute chokehold Flintstone vitamins had over us. Okay, I'm weak. And have you ever seen the meme where it's like nine out of ten pedi- pediatricians recommend these vitamins, and it's like find them. Yeah. Where are these pediatricians recommending? Yeah. Okay, here's our great eight of ninety snacks: Dunkaroos, Kudos bars. Danimals slash tricks slash gogurts, any sugary yogurts, pizza lunchables, kid cuisine, fruit roll ups, cheese crackers with a little red spready thing, mm-hmm. and Flintstone vitamins. Man, oh man, <laughs> this is gonna be tough. What I love about the Great Eight is that I genuinely have no idea where it's gonna go and in what direction. And I it's, totally, it's a true journey. I totally agree. Okay, you ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's start with. 
This is okay. This it, it's, sometimes it's tough to pair them up because I never know what to do. Yeah. Should it be random? Should it just go? Should I go down the list? Should I try to match them up fairly? Let's do since these two are both like really meal heavy. I'm gonna say let's do pizza lunchable versus kid cuisine. Yeah. Um. Okay. So here's the thing. I pizza lunchables. I'm pretty sure still like lunchables 100%. still exist. Kid cuisine. I don't think probably made it. Does it exist? Mm-hmm. I saw one in the store. Okay. Um, I get like I said, I've never had kid cuisine, so it's, it's pizza lunchable for me. It's pizza lunchable for me because which is so funny because they are straight up not good. Was that little red spreader thing in those too? Oh, I don't know. Like, no. how, how else did you spread your oh, I feel like I just like oh no, it you just squeezed it, you squeezed it. Yeah, no, I think those pizza, pizza lunchables are pretty good still, and I also feel like with kid cuisine, like. Now with the food that's out there, like if I wanted to make chicken chicken nuggets and mac and cheese for my kid, I would microwave chicken nuggets and do easy mac. That's, like it's like yeah, I don't it would need be superior, yeah. So like because I would be you know homemade because like I'm a crunchy mom who like only makes homemade food, right. like yeah, never yeah, does yeah, anything yeah, yeah. crazy. Right. So pizza lunchable moves forward. Okay, next let's do. Let's do fruit roll up tongue tattoo, versus. It's tough. Versus kudos bars. Do kudos bars still exist? I don't know. But does that matter? Because like, what are we basing? I guess no, it's like the longevity. Well, it's like the most iconic. Like that's what this needs to be based off. Yeah. Of. So like um, if someone was a time traveler and they're like, what like what food did you enjoy as a child? Like to sum it up, what would you give them? I think that like I want to say kudos bars because we had those more because mom didn't buy fruit roll ups a lot but I think fruit roll ups need to be need to be the yeah winner. you're probably right gosh I'm looking at kudos bars they look so freaking good so freaking good the flavors were M M&M, and M Snickers and Dove chocolate wow I know milk chocolate granola bars okay yeah we can do let's do fruit roll-ups because i also feel like fruit roll-ups encompasses a, a broader spectrum as well yeah it was just like. All of those fruit flavored snacks. Fruit roll ups, gushers, fruit yeah. by the foot. Oh, fruit oh, by the foot. Which, what's your pick just between those two? Fruit by the foot or fruit roll up? Uh, I think I think I like fruit by the foot better. I think I like fruit roll ups better. Yeah. Just Should we buy some today? Actually, it sounds so good. I actually, this is like my guilty pleasure. Like literally a couple times a year, somebody will just come over me and I'll just like buy a box of gushers Elizabeth. and I will eat them in the... I will eat all of them in one day. Elizabeth. Because I have to get them out of my house. Elizabeth, I do the same thing. I don't know what it is. I agree. Two times a year. Yeah. I buy a box of Gushers. Do you eat them all immediately? 100%. You know what I think that is? I think that um, from growing up in a large family, like when a good snack comes, I have to like finish it right then and there because otherwise someone else will take it. Literally. Because like if if, like it only comes in a pack of six, there's five kids. Yeah. So like they're gone. They're gone in 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. So you so had to. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. okay. So fruit rollers moving forward. Yeah. Okay. Next, let's do Dunkaroos versus Danimals. Man, that is hard. Super hard. Super hard. That is hard. I, I want to give it to Danimals slash Trix yogurt because I feel like that just embodies like how we, again, thought that was such a health food. Yeah. And it was like, that was, I think that if I were like a kid in the nineties and I had the choice, I would choose Dunkaroos cause it was like more of a sweet. Well, that's, that's, it's more of a dessert. That's a good point. But yeah, like what encompasses, 
Well, maybe we should give it to Dunkaroos, okay, though, because yeah. it's also like, that's fun to eat. That's an experience. Yeah. Like, those aren't really around anymore. I, I do feel like they, like, tried... I feel like they, like, made a comeback or something semi-recently. I feel like I saw it on the news. Or, and by saw it on the news, I mean saw it on TikTok, so... <laughs> yeah. Okay, Dunkaroos moves forward. Okay, now we have to end it up with... <clears throat> Before we get to the final four, we have cheese and crackers with a little red thing versus Flintstone vitamins. Pretty random. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Very random. I think it's the cheese and crackers. I think it's the, the cheese and crackers, thing. too. But I, I mean, just, Flintstone's not a snack. No, but it's that not is, a snack. It is hilarious. But I just wanted to give it honorable yeah, yeah, mention. Yeah. Okay. So our final four is Dunkaroos, Pizza Lunchable, Fruit Roll-Up, I said with the tongue tattoos or the star punch outers, and cheese and crackers. So now let's do... The cheese and crackers versus the pizza lunchable. Oh my gosh! Don't do this to me, Kelly. Uh, it's really hard. I don't. I don't want to play this game anymore. <sighs> I I genuinely do not know. What is more iconic? I want to go. And you know what we didn't even talk about? Huh? Spray cheese. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Wow. Oh my gosh! Is that what, what it was a, called? No, 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 it wasn't. It was um. No, what it was not called spray cheese, uh, but I'm gonna Google spray cheese to try and figure out what it was called. Um, easy cheese. <laughs> That's like when you say the cheese and like basically the cheese and the cracker thing was easy cheese. So I think we okay. should give it to that. I'm going to end this game right here and right now. Easy cheese wins it all. <laughs> oh my gosh! Again, a health a health food. What is wrong with us? Oh Why gosh, did we they eat had that? Bacon flavored easy cheese. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna. That I think so we do gross. the cheese and crackers. Okay, I thing agree because pizza lunchables those hit then they hit now. Easy cheese and cheese and crackers not so much. Okay, <laughs> next round we're almost there. Dunkaroos versus fruit roll up. Okay, so now this is really tough because no, I know you because if you're a kid, which one do you want? <sighs> I think, well, I think because we both admitted that we sometimes will go buy a box of Gushers, we should give it to, to the fruit roll-up. To fruit no, roll-up. I kind of agree because like, I'm not, while Dunkaroos are good, also like, go get an Oreo. Like, does that kind of yeah. check that box? For for sure. Like, if, if we gave George like a Dunkaroo, I'm not going to be like, hey, give me a bite of that. <sighs> but if like you bought a box of Gushers, I'd be like. Give no, me, give me some gushers. I totally agree. Or okay. yeah, okay, yeah. So fruit by the foot. Then the, our final two, we have cheese and crackers in the little plastic thing versus fruit roll ups. Like, add a bologna sandwich and you have my lunch. Yeah, <laughs> oh, honestly, and a Kool Aid juice box, yeah. Kool Aid jammer, Kool Aid jammer. Yeah, um, this is so fun. I'm feeling so. I'm like, like getting hungry now. <laughs> But would you on okay? But like now, let's talk about this. Would you honestly eat the cheese and cracker thing if it was in front of you? Absolutely, would not. Me neither. Not a shot. So does that mean no? But wait, what's uh, what's fruit, the, fruit, fruit roll up? The, oh, um. But it's just like it's the nineties. It's 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 thinking that easy cheese was a acceptable thing to put in your body, and that's just what embodies the nineties. It's like everyone's just coming out with everything and none of it is good and none of it makes sense and we ate it all. Maybe if we watch two commercials. I think that's a great idea. Of it. Yeah, So yeah, I'm yeah. going to pull up a Fruit Roll-Ups ad from 1994. You ready? Yeah. 
Our quest to bring you the newest fruit roll-ups continues. First, we tried rubber rolls, but that was too off the wall. Then we thought ghostly rolls would be a scream. <laughs> they were. Then something made sense. Dollars and cents. You fruity money peel-outs. Tens, hundreds, thousands of fruity fortunes so you can put your money where your mouth is. Fruity money peel-outs. What fun fruit roll-ups will we roll out with next? Okay, that is giving me a headache. Um, but do you hear what they said? Which fruit roll-ups will we roll out next? They they, yeah. they were doing the most, Elizabeth. It was what's new. What It was to... It was... Today's seltzer, today's seltzer market. I really feel so that way. So is that way. the direction you want to go? No, I want to see if I can find a commercial for I the... just did. There's no commercial. I don't really think they like... That's the thing. They didn't even have to advertise for Easy Cheese. We all just... Ooh, but this is an Easy Cheese commercial right here. Are you sure? Did someone DIY it? That looks like a DIY project. How would you possibly know? <clears throat> if it was a real 90s commercial, a DIY project, that's a pretty good point. Hmm. Do we need a tiebreaker? Because I, I genuinely do not know. Well, I don't know who, who we'd call. <sighs> yeah. Um, I think we give it to... I th- I'm feeling pretty good about fruit roll-ups. Okay. Like, that commercial really sold me. Like, I just remember being, like, so excited about, like, the new fruit roll-up that came out. Like, easy cheese is easy cheese. Like, cheese and crackers is cheese and crackers. Like, there's no variation. They're not coming out with a Swiss. Well, that's incorrect <laughs> because they had cheddar American bacon and cheddar and sharp cheddar. So I just looked it up. They literally had bacon flavored. Verdict's out. I'm okay with going with Fruit by the Foot, but I do think that like... Fruit roll-ups, not Fruit by the Foot. Fruit roll-up, sorry. It's all the same to me. Um, I do think that that little cheese and cracker combo should definitely... Well, it got second, so it's not... She got, she got a close second. Yeah, she got a close second. Okay, that was the great eight. Okay. That was chaotic. That was so chaotic. <laughs> like most are. Sorry yeah. if you couldn't follow that. Um, I will be buying some Fruit Roll-ups today. Yep. A little taste test, maybe. Yep. A little taste test on the carpool Instagram, maybe. We'll oh see. Oh my gosh, yeah. Make sure you're following Let's along. Let's try and find easy cheese, too. No, absolutely not. I do not <laughs> want to do that. Okay, let's move on to our next segment, which is not named yet, but it is the last three things that we bought. I like this segment. I think I like it, too. I think it's just, like, fun to recap and be like, did I need that? Yeah, sort of. And But I actually am excited about mine, and I want to share what I got. Okay. So, uh, why don't you go first? Okay, so we're going to be reading the last three things off of our we'll just do one statement. we'll do like every yeah other. okay yeah um boring but just got back from austin i just went and did like a whole grocery haul since i'm actually gonna be here for a minute so good that's it how much did you spend um it was like a hundred and ten dollars groceries man groceries ain't cheap i also ha- did, w- did grocery shopping yesterday i finally got my crap together and did grocery drop off to my house from walmart oh my gosh nice and it was glorious I think the key to, to like committing to it is like you go on the I go on Walmart's app and it's like see times and then it says check out by this to reserve to, to reserve this time. But what's fun is then you can like continue to edit it throughout the day. Like they give you like how long you can edit your order oh. for. So like what I did was I reserved groceries to come tomorrow at one like Sunday morning. And then as I was thinking about things as we got home from vacation, I would like add things to it. Mm-hmm. So I like already had the time reserved. But I added things to it and then I had all my groceries. That's and it amazing. just feels like I know like we're probably like the last ones to talk about grocery delivery, but it truly is a ten out of ten. I've never even thought about it, honestly. You should. Um, okay. This one was actually in Austin and I went to a like Royal Blue Grocers, the name of it. It's like a local grocery store. Very small though. And I got blueberries for your kids before our dinner that we went to. 
Because mm-hmm. my kids literally hadn't eaten a fruit in like what felt like two days. Yeah. Because we just kept going out to eat at restaurants and it was mac and cheese, quesadillas, burgers. Yeah. So I went and right before dinner I ran and I got them some blueberries. It was like in the little container of blueberries. It was six dollars. I mean, insane. Insane. And then so I check out and it was like one of those tiles, tile checkouts. Guy flips me over to sign for it. Tip. Do you, do you want a tip? I'm like, I just bought blueberries at a grocery store. What do you mean? Do I want a tip? We haven't spoken to each other. I know. I don't. The tip culture's slightly out of control. It's entirely out of control. And I think like peak COVID, I would like tip everybody because I was like, you're here working. Like, let me get yeah. to it. But now I'm like, okay, I have. And they always try to do 20%. Oh, yeah, I know. So like, it's kind of a lot sometimes. What kills me is when it's like, yeah, automatically selected. And you said it's, we talked about this when we were in Austin. You said it's so good. It was like, um, I, when I see one of those tile checkouts, I know I'm going to tip for something that I've never tipped for in my life. I know. So do you tip every time or do no, you have so the heart I, to say no tip? So I used to tip every time because I don't have the heart, but I'm sort of like getting frustrated with it. And the, the reason you tip someone is you tip waitresses and such because they make $4 an hour. At least that's what I was making when I was a waitress. And so their tips are literally their pay. Yeah. But for someone who's just standing at a checkout, checking me out, I know your pay is probably now $17 an hour because that's like what it is nowadays. Um, so no, I, I hit no tip. And I just want to know, like, do they get the whole tip? Like do, if, if anyone works in that industry, you should let us know, like, do you get the whole tip or like, does it go to like the owner of the establishment and like then they divide it? Can you see when we hit no tip? Yeah, because I do feel bad. But that that I didn't feel bad. If you do like any level of work, like if you're making me a coffee or I'll tip um, I when agree. I do carry out because I do know someone is back there having to put it all together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, me checking out buying blueberries like it's a grocery store. I hit no tip. Yeah, I kind of agree. So. Okay, my next one is I had one of my friends who is like a really good like uh, thrift shopper, I guess. Like she just always like finds good stuff. So she found a huge box of stamps. So like stamps with like little characters on them oh and she sent them to me for the kids it's literally like 50 different stamps so there's like a turtle a dog a cow and i bought ink for them off of amazon so i'm actually really excited to use them i think they're gonna be a fun thing to pack for church Mm -hmm. like maybe when the kids get a little older Mm -hmm. or just like on a rainy day i bring out the ink we bring out out. the stamps some paper and then they can just go to town i love that so that's mine okay um Boring, but the last thing I bought was sunscreen, face sunscreen, Elta MD off Amazon. It's my favorite. So important. And it's, it's, I feel like it's a little bit pricier, but if you're going to wear a daily sunscreen, which y'all, we need to be wearing a daily sunscreen, this one's very lightweight and it doesn't feel like thick and heavy or, and it doesn't smell like sunscreen either. So yeah, you it's, like it's that my one. daily. I'm still like bouncing around a little bit. I'm using the Tula one right now and I, re- oh, I like it. Okay. It goes I've on, never tried the Tula same one. Same thing. goes on super lightweight. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, and then my last one is I bought a uh, Nike crop sweatshirt in the color tan. Cute. It was like $60 for a sweatshirt, which was a little pricey. But I mean, it's a little pricey, but if you consider like Lululemon and Athleta is like $98 for a sweatshirt, it's yeah. a bargain. Yeah. Um, I mean, find a cheaper sweatshirt. No, and it doesn't. It's actually, it's cute. It's a little stylish. Like, it's cute with jeans. I did get a medium, though, and I should have got a small. Mm, okay. So, hot cute. take. Okay, that's... 
that's our transactions. That one was a little not super interesting, but we had, a good, we had a good discussion about like tipping and not tipping this and is things true. like that. This is true. Okay, now shall we move on to our industry news segment? I believe we shall. Okay, so much going on in the auto space, but today I kind of just wanted to like look at some data and I have two interesting like little, um, I don't know, graphs that I'm looking at that I thought oh, would just kind of break okay. down. Okay, she's a graph girl. Yeah, I'm a graphy girl. Okay. How much have used car prices gone up in your state? Used car prices have risen an average of 30.4% across the country, but it has the year-over-year price change by each state for used car prices. So I feel like this is also kind of interesting that like if you're looking for a used car and your state's like super high, maybe you should look in some of these other states and take a little road trip. Oh, okay. Which state do you think has had the lowest change. Oh my gosh. It's only gone up 18.9%. Um, Michigan. You're kind of close. Wyoming. Wyoming, okay. Which, I don't know, part of me is kind of shocked because I feel like the states with the lower population, you'd almost think they went up more, but that is quite the opposite. Okay. So year over year price change percentage was 18.9% in Wyoming. Rhode Island was right behind them with 19.4, Alaska with 20.3, and Idaho with 22.5. So those are the low ones. Those are the low ones. Okay. Which one do you think is the highest? California. No. I always just feel like California is the highest of everything. The highest percentage of used car prices rising by state is good old Connecticut at 35.2 percent what i don't understand is why you're asking me to guess as if i would ever guess connecticut or wyoming i, I know i'm sorry That's i just okay. i just i don't know you okay. don't have to you were close california or washington is 30.4 34 <laughs> washington is 34 <laughs> percent and california is 33.2 oh, okay so kansas Cal- is 33 percent oh my gosh so those are the two bookends let's find good old missouri missouri is 31.2. So an average across all states is 30.4. That's, That's wild. And that comes out to $8,000 and $8,032. Wow. Higher than what they were. Now's the time. In 2020. Now's so the time. that was pretty crazy, I thought. That is crazy. Any other states like you're dying to know about? No, not really. Okay. Sorry. If you guys want to find it for yourself, I went on iccars.com and then I searched used car, use car prices and the article comes right up so you can see what your state is at. Okay. Kind of a similar one, but kind of fun. America's most popular car colors. Ooh. Okay. I want to guess these. Okay. So let's go. So there's the four main colors, right? White, black, gray, and silver. Realizing now I should not have just read them in order. <laughs> oh, I probably would have guessed white, black. Gray, silver. Gray, silver is the same in my book? Absolutely not. Okay. So white cars make up 23.9% of all cars on the road. White's the highest. Black cars make up 23.2. So they're very close. They're only 0.7 difference of each other. Gray is 15.5. Silver is 14.5. And then I feel like the last two colors left that are popular are red and blue. Yeah. Which one do you think is higher? Red. Red is 10.3, blue is 9%. Mm-hmm. So, I do not really like silver cars at all. Really? Mm-mm. So I always recommend... I like, okay, so I guess gray and silver is different. Like, the classic, like, light silver, silver bullet vibe, 
I don't like that color at all. On really? A car. I like a darker gray. Oh, I feel like you're like just not charcoal. necessarily like seeing it on the right cars. I actually, you know who I always recommend silver cars to? Hmm. So specific. People who live on gravel roads. Silver hides hmm. dust better than any car. Okay. Better than white, better That's than fair. black, better than gray. Like if yeah. you live on gravel, get a silver car. 100%. Well, black and white are just both problematic because they both just get dirty. They 100% agree. So. Which one what is your favorite color car? Um, that's that's a hard question. Yeah, it um, is hard. I well because like we get to tr- drive different cars all the time. I think driving a, a fun color is great. I'm currently in a red car and I do not like it at all. Okay, um, so it's not great. <laughs> well, no, but it, like I've driven brown cars before. Mm-hmm. Like I've driven cool color colorways and stuff. Um, I'd probably if I were to buy, I'd probably go white or black something just not really i don't like have a super strong preference like when i was selling cars there are people who would be like i only want this color i'll pay more Mm -hmm. for this color yeah if i was in the market for a car to me it's more about the deal than to me it's more about the interior colors too i don't really care about that either like i'm just i I i'll know what car i want i want i'm i'll obviously super picky on trim level interior exterior colors i could just kind of take any combination i yeah. think okay um this is interesting though so after blue it's brown at 1.4 percent okay and i then, do like brown cars and then you know who's kind of then then it's like a bunch of random colors but green is at 0.7 mm. and i do feel like green cars are kind of making a comeback those muted earth tones we've talked yes. about the muted earth tones like on the bronco and on the pathfinder i love them and even like the telluride has a really pretty uh-huh. olive right now um the sienna has like that dark emerald almost like i'm kind I'm of into it i'm kind of into green cars like it's not kelly green no it's like like you said like an earth tone an army Muted, green yeah. yeah i'm into I it dig. so i thought that was kind of interesting that is interesting and then i have one more um industry news today and it's a little this article came out a while ago but i never had the chance to talk about it and I thought it would just be kind of fun to kind of get my reaction and your reaction. And it is um, the best family cars, the winners of 2022 by cars.usnews.com. So this is who they say are the best family cars, okay. which, you know, that's a that's a big claim. Bold statement. And as the car, I thought I would give you my reaction. I think that's only right. So there's six. The winners are SUVs and minivans. So the best two-row SUV, they said, is the Honda Passport. And to be honest, the Honda Passport would probably be pretty high for me for a two-row SUV because for a two-row, um, let's say, mid-size SUV, the Passport's super roomy. And if I'm thinking about like what would make a really good two-row mid-size SUV, I would expect it to have a lot of cargo space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like the Honda Passport. I'd probably like... I'd like the Honda Passport. I would have also maybe considered like the Ford Edge as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm good. I'm, I'm good I'm sure, with it. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sure they considered it too. It's yeah. just like, it's just like, um, it's, it's probably one of those things that's like easy cheese or uh, fruit roll up. And like, how do you pick? 100%. And one has to win. And I do want to say like, I haven't come out with a list yet because it is something that we are going to, we're going to come out with some sort of list and resources eventually i just like can't express to you how much time i'm taking with it talking to the mm-hmm. right experts learning the cars inside and out because like when i come out with a list 
I just I just know how much weight that's going to carry. Yeah. And I also think it is so hard to come out with a list because like every family so buys cars for different reasons. So like I would never just say best family cars because like, no, who are you to say? Yeah, I'll, I would. I'll probably do it by like how many kids. Yeah, because you can't say best family car and it's an expedition if you have a family of two kids and that's and still you live a family. In the city. Like, yeah. OK, and you yeah. are fuel like fuel conscious. Like that doesn't There's make sense so to many. me. Yeah. So we'll get there. OK, the next is their um, midsize SUV. Best three row SUV. They said the Kia Telluride. OK, um, I would struggle with that. I do love the Kia Telluride. It'd yeah. probably be a finalist for me. I don't know if I would give it to the Telluride only because there's no way to access the third row with car seats. The bench seat is trash garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, they are selling for way over MSRP. So I don't think I would do it. Okay. But now you're like, who would you do? And I'm like, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I do really think the Atlas is one of the best for car seats, mm-hmm. but it has a lot of other problems yeah not problems but you know it's got some reliability issues yeah um i don't know okay well you don't have to we're just reporting on what they said you don't have to give your answer i don't think it's a bad answer they, they did say a finalist was the chevy traverse which i also do like the chevy traverse um it's tough mm-hmm. it's really tough i may honestly like i'm being crazy right now but you know what three row suv i'm really into right now what the jeep grand cherokee l Oh, it's just like I love the technology. I like the space. It's large. It's good looking. I'm that would have been on my top 10. No one hold me to any of these. Right. Yeah. Okay. Best compact SUV Hyundai Tucson. I am a Tucson stan. I talked about this on my stories like I have a crush on her. I think it's a great compact Mm -hmm. option. Um, Best hybrid and electric SUV is the 22 Toyota Highlander. I would probably agree with that mm-hmm. because there's just not a ton of highland there's not a ton of hybrid suvs out there and i think mm-hmm. when it comes to hybrids like i trust toyota literally the prius was the first mass marketed hybrid ever right. came out in 2000 i think so like they've been doing it for a while so like how could i possibly give it to right the kia sorrento even though i'm excited about it it's like it's been out a year yeah so i i agree with the 2020 toyota highlander hybrid best large suv 22 chevy suburban you know I'm going to disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I think the best large SUV non-luxury is probably the Ford Expedition mm-hmm. for several reasons. Nothing wrong with the Suburban. I think it's, if you like the looks of it better, I think it could totally work for your family. But to me, the Ford Expedition, um, one, it's a six cylinder, so it's more fuel efficient. It has a car seat friendly tilt. They have middle head restraints in all seating positions mm-hmm. and they have lower anchors in the third row. And the Suburban has none of that. Yeah, I mean, so I think just from like a family friendly perspective, yeah, I give it to the Ford Expedition. Well, and when we were in Austin, our rental car was a Ford Expedition, and we had you, me, Tyler, mom, dad, and the two kids, yeah. and it, we were we were comfortable. Yeah, it worked. Well, and I mean, the Suburban's the same size, but like there would have been there's a lot less ways to act you just can't oh, it, was, it was really easy to like get an adult a six foot adult 100%. in the third row like while george was and buckled. we all had our own headrest yeah. because like in this i mean and i hate to be a safety police but like if you don't have a headrest and then you get in a collision like you're gonna get whiplash yeah and like it can be really dangerous so like gm and i won't i won't stop talking about it until they do it but like gm you have to put head restraints in yeah and if you're in a car that doesn't have it it's fine but just like think about who could sit there so like how difficult is it to add a head restraint i just can't imagine so like if we were in a suburban on vacation like i would have put hattie 
in one of the middle seats because she's rear facing doesn't need a head restraint yeah. so like that's what i would have done to compensate yeah okay okay and then finally the best minivan they said was the honda odyssey which i'd probably agree okay again best is what because like it's not the most fuel efficient yeah um it it's not the best looking but it has some really great features i think it's really reliable i think it's got good cubby spaces it has the magic slide um it's not all-wheel drive though so like i mean i would say it's a good minivan but minivans are like if you tell me your family situation i'll tell you exactly which of the four minivans to get because like every minivan has a unique purpose has a unique purpose Mm -hmm. yeah so i thought that was kind of an interesting little little tidbit so true bestie i love it okay what about our ditch the drive-thru okay so our ditch the drive-thru we we do have a submission from our voicemail and if you would like to leave your own ditch the drive-thru or just send us a nice message you can leave us a voicemail at 959 carpool so i'm going to play our ditch the drive-thru that we had sent in and honestly it sounds so good and i have to go back to the grocery store to buy all these ingredients because sounds like it's max Hi, my name is Maddie. I'm calling from Martins Ferry, Ohio, and I have a ditch the drive-thru recipe. It's called skillet tortellini, and it takes every bit of 30 minutes or less. So what you'll do is you'll brown one pound of your favorite Italian sausage, you'll drain it, and then you'll add a jar of your favorite spaghetti sauce and your favorite jar of Alfredo sauce. While you're doing that and that simmers in the skillet, you're going to boil a pot of frozen tortellini. I use cheese tortellini, and you'll cook that according to directions. After that is done, you'll dump that tortellini into the skillet, combine it all together, simmer for about seven to eight minutes, and then serve it warm and with a side of a Caesar salad and garlic bread. And there you go. There's your ditch to dry through. Thank you and have a great week. Okay, Maddie, thank you so much for leaving us that incredible recipe. You know what got me on that? What? It's your favorite jar of marinara and also Alfredo sauce. And why That's not? That's the game changer. Because then you got like a vodka sauce. Like, or you have a pink sauce, what a homemade a, pink sauce. What a good comfort meal. Such a good comfort meal. I think that sounds so good. I would like to go buy all those ingredients. I know. And I just like don't really think about tortellini like in my day to day life. And I think I should be because like if you don't want to just make spaghetti, like mix it up, go get some tortellini. They're go get some tortellini. such good. And tortellini is the kind of thing you can always keep in the freezer too. Mm-hmm. So like you buy some and then you always I mean, have an easy meal on hand. And that's with super the meat satisfying. sauce, like that is straight up gourmet. So that sounds fantastic. And I will be trying that. I think like some of my favorite dish the drive throughs are like taking classics like mm-hmm. spaghetti and mix, just mixing it up. Yeah. Because like if you're just, tired of that, like there's so many other options to explore. Yeah. So I think that's a great dish the drive through. You can call 959 Carpool to leave yours or just tell us anything else you want to. We yeah. do enjoy listening to them. Yeah. And is that our show? Kel, I think that that is our show. So I think on our agenda is go get fruit roll-ups. Uh-huh. And I think that's all I really need to get done today. Yeah, I think that that about wraps it. So we are going to have a very exciting day for us. 100%. All right. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe. Leave us a rating and a comment. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.